Welcome to another episode of Ask the Doulas. I am Alyssa, your host for today. And today we have a special guest, Jamie. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for coming. So we were talking the other day and you've had three really, really different experiences with breastfeeding with your three children. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your three kids and the three different, um, how breastfeeding went differently for each of them. Sure. So I have three children. My oldest son, Noah, is 14. And then my two younger children are five and three. And so I was a young parent and um, gave birth to my oldest, Noah, when I was 21. And my breastfeeding journey with him was very short and limited. I knew I wanted to breastfeed and I received a manual pump, I remember, at my baby shower. and Did you even know what it was? No. <laughs> no, one, no one ever showed me how to use it. I knew what it was for, and that's it. And I remember in the hospital, no one ever gave me any tips about breastfeeding. It was expected that I was going to breastfeed. My mom breastfed all three of us for over a year. It was challenging not knowing what to do uh, with breastfeeding. The funniest story I remember from that journey was I, since I was young, I went back to work right away. I was coaching volleyball at the time and I went to a tournament, coached all day, didn't bring a pump. I didn't know that I was supposed to be pumping this That's what that manual pump was for. (laughs) Yes. And I looked down during a break at a game and my shirt was all wet. I had leaked through my shirt. So I had to put a sweatshirt over, uh, over me. And of course it was so hot in the gym all day. And shortly after that, I stopped nursing. I don't recall how old my son was, but it had to be within a month or two. Okay. And so I I wish, looking back, that someone had sat down with me, showed me, you know, what I needed to do to nurse um, and to pump, but that didn't happen. Do you think that it lasted such a short period of time because you, I mean, did your milk supply just dry up because you were back at work and not pumping and, or did you just say, I'm so over this, I'm I'm just going to stop? It's hard to remember the details. I just remember stopping. I was in school at the time and working, and just one day I stopped. So a lot of things all mixed together, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. So when my second child was born, uh, he's five now, I knew I wanted to do things differently. I was older and wiser, (laughs) knew a little bit more about breastfeeding, but still not enough to know what to do in certain situations. I nursed him until he was about 18 or 19 months old. Wow. So you learned a lot more then. I mean, in nine years time to go from one month to 18 months. True. There was just a few different barriers along that way. Um, I was a single parent, so I went back to work when he was around three months old However, he wouldn't take a bottle at the time. Mm. So with that situation, my sister came to my home and was watching him for me, but she would bring him to my work or I would quick drive home on my break just to feed him. And that lasted a good one or two months. 
and I, I knew what to do at the time as far as I was trying different bottles, um, but I did feel quite alone trying to figure this out. And then while working, I pumped for over, over a year. Another obstacle I had to overcome was with coworkers. A friend of mine told me that a coworker complained to my manager that I was still pumping and my child had reached a year old. So I shouldn't uh, have these pumping breaks anymore. And the manager never said anything to me, but I had heard this through the, the work grapevine. And I also had an experience around the time he was a year old with his pediatrician at the time. And we went in for his one-year well-child check. And they asked you if you have any questions. And I asked about nighttime feedings. I think that's a popular topic. Mm -hmm. He was still feeding through the night. And it didn't bother me, but at the time, I thought it was something to bring up. The pediatrician told me that I had to stop nighttime nursing immediately, that she had done it with her kids, he'll be fine, that he was going to get cavities, uh, which we know from research that that is not true. Cavities from breast milk? Yes, during the night. <laughs> um, I, that's still kind of a popular myth that's out there. And the the big thing she told me was that he wouldn't be potty trained by the time he was eight. And that sticks into my mind because she chose the year eight. Okay, um, that's really confusing. If you breastfeed your baby at night or your one-year-old at night, they won't be potty trained when they're eight. Yes. <laughs> so this wasn't, it's funny, it wasn't our usual pediatrician she okay. had stepped in. And immediately after she told me these things, I I wanted to leave. I stayed, but she could tell that there was a, a problem because I was silent and she asked me if there was anything wrong. I said, yes, I don't agree with anything that you're saying. And the visit ended shortly after that. I was really pumped up, um, kind of angry that she was telling me these things because I knew better. So I called my dentist's office and I asked them about uh, the cavities with breastfeeding. I reached out to other individuals that I knew were very knowledgeable about breastfeeding and asked them different questions. And I ended up looking up scholarly articles, anything that had to do with research that I could bring back to her and tell her that she was wrong. <laughs> um, I ended up calling the office a few days later. I had all my stuff, you know, in front of me when I called. I spoke to the manager, and I ended up speaking to the pediatrician. And I remember telling her that I felt sorry for her patients that believed everything she told them. I said, I am an educated person, but, you know, some people might not know as much about breastfeeding or they don't know to do the research about it before making a decision, and they would go along with what you said. And she apologized. She said she had no research to back up the potty training claim. Oh, wow. And she did end up sending me something in the mail as well. Ever since that encounter is when I became passionate about breastfeeding and 
being up to date on the research about it, sharing with others. You joined several um, lactation support groups, correct? Like you belong to a couple now. I am on a couple of local Facebook groups about breastfeeding, and I talk to a lot of my friends about breastfeeding, and I just really want to educate people more more about it after that encounter. So that's just when I really started to delve into researching more about breastfeeding and the benefits that it has for both mother and baby. So... So what happened after the pediatrician visit and you realized that information was wrong? Did you continue nighttime feeds and... I continued nighttime feeds. No cavities and, and, and he potty trained? He's no cavities. <laughs> and I left that office and yeah. found a new pediatrician. <laughs> and he's a healthy, happy little boy. He did end up weaning on his own because I was pregnant with my youngest at the time. And I could tell that had something to do with that. Mm -hmm. But I was the working pumping mom. I brought my pump to work every day like it was a backpack. Mm -hmm. And it is a lot of work uh, to, to pump at work, making the time to take those breaks. I worked in a busy medical office. And it is hard to say, I, I need to do this for my child when you know you other people are picking up your slack for a little bit. But I think if as a culture we all realize that, you know, breastfeeding is good for mom, it's good for babies, it's good for our our society. And aren't there and, studies that say women who breastfeed actually overall have a better sense of, I don't know, like higher self-esteem, better sense of self almost, like they are actually more productive, even though... We like to look at them and say, oh, well, I have to pick up your slack while you're pumping. Well, you know what? Because you're pumping, you actually are more productive when you are working. Does that make sense? I swear I've read things about that. I'm not sure about that. I do know that research shows mothers miss more work um, because their babies are sick less, because they're not taking their kids to the doctor's office. And... So it's better for the economy overall. We actually save millions of dollars. The United States saves millions of dollars every year through mom's breastfeeding. So it's important that you support your coworkers if they're nursing. It's for a relatively short time mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things. And it, it's great to f also find those breastfeeding buddies at work. I had other moms that nursed and... Again, I had my nice double electric pump, and it hurt when I pumped, but I never could figure out why. And finally, I complained about it to a coworker who was also pumping. She was a little more experienced mother, and uh, she helped me realize that part of my pump uh, was too small. So was I had the to nipple shields too small? The flanges the flange, were too small. Yeah, so I, I had to buy new ones and that made a world of difference. Yeah. So it's really helpful to find a more, I guess, seasoned breastfeeding yeah. friend that can help you along your journey. Cause there's lots of little things that you may not know or about. Or a lactation <laughs> consultant, right? If you get into those serious binds. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, thankfully I've never had 
uh, mastitis or a clogged duct, but if I did, I definitely would have called a lactation consultant for help. So tell us about your third child. You say, you know, um, I kind of laughed when you said it's for a relatively short time because I think your youngest (laughs) has been a little bit longer. So tell us how that journey went. Yeah, so my daughter turned three on Halloween, and I am still nursing her. So this is definitely another new experience for me. I would never have imagined I would be nursing a child for this long. I have realized that I did have some preconceived notions about extended nursing, maybe some judgmental thoughts about it as well. And I honestly still struggle a little bit with those internally myself as I'm still nursing, thinking, man, you know, you should really stop, you should be done. And while I would love to be done, um, I do want my daughter to wean on her own. I tell myself I'm decreasing my risk of ovarian cancer every time (laughs) I nurse because even when you nurse your your baby longer than the one or two years, you're still, it's still healthy for mom Mm -hmm. and it's still healthy for baby. And it's been a very different experience doing this. So tell people what it looks like as a, you know, having a three-year-old. I'm, it's not going to be, they're not nursing every three hours. I mean, is it like a, a nighttime feed kind of thing or maybe when she's sick or tired? It's more like a comfort thing almost at this point? It is more of a comfort thing. She nurses at night. However, I've been on three or four extended trips. And by extended, I mean I've been gone for four to six days at a time okay. at conferences. And thinking every time I leave, this will be our last nursing session. And I come back and I don't bring it up, but she still wants to nurse. So it is usually just at night. If she's feeling sick, then she'll nurse a little bit more. But it's And you don't lose your milk supply after six days of being gone with no nursing? I did not. The first time I went away, she had just turned two. And it was the first time I'd ever been away overnight from her, actually, when she was two. So I did bring my pump with me, and I didn't pump out. I didn't produce a lot when I pumped. So I knew that for my next trip, I wasn't going to bring a pump with me. But I still have a supply, and I was lucky enough with her as well to stay home with her for almost the first full year and nurse. And that was just a blessing. I hadn't been able to do that before with a child. And it was so nice not to have to pump for that time. And then right around a year is when I started nursing school. And so I would pump when I was away from her. And I finally decided to stop pumping. Pumping is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) If you've done it, you know. And we've just been nursing ever since. Well, it sounds like a lovely plan. I mean, and, and you know, you say you had maybe judgments about nursing for that long. What what still bothers you that you think shouldn't? Or what have you had to tell yourself to get those thoughts out of your mm-hmm. mind? It's still hard to get over the way our culture thinks about breastfeeding 
that you shouldn't breastfeed in public, mom should cover up, anything over a certain age is gross or weird, or why are you doing that? Once they have teeth, you should stop. Once they start talking and can ask for it, you should stop. All these different things our, our culture tells us about breastfeeding is a little backward. You know, we know if we went to a different country or a different culture that things are definitely different than they are in the United States. But it's it's just the the media that's that always sexualizes breastfeeding as well. And you grow up with that. So it's really, you know, you're growing up in this culture that sexualizes breasts when, you know, we know that uh, you use them also to breastfeed your child. And so for me, it's just getting past those thoughts that I've had growing up about breastfeeding and just telling myself this is normal and it's okay to do it's not hurting anyone. It's my decision as a mother. It's been a, a really neat and wonderful journey that I never, ever thought I'd, I'd be on. So Well, and I imagine nursing a three-month-old and a three-year-old, you're, you're probably not going to attempt to breastfeed your three-year-old in public. Or I, have you? I don't, but she doesn't ask, too, She either. doesn't ask. And, no. So it's become a, it's almost like you guys have this unspoken like it's it's something in private that you two do together, and I'm sure it's still this amazing, beautiful bonding experience, just like it is with a in, a newborn. Mm-hmm. Definitely a strong bond. And again, I as a mother and a parent and working, I I did reach a time where I wanted to be done. I'm like, okay, we can be done with this mm-hmm. now, and I'm just letting her take the lead with it. And I can tell you that I. I do hope she's done relatively <laughs> soon. I have another week-long trip coming up in three weeks. Maybe that will be it. And so, yeah, we'll see if that's the end of our journey. You know, I wonder culturally, too, speaking of the different, you know, if if it was a son who was three, would it be different? Because of the sexualization of breasts, would it be different if it were a boy who could maybe even, re- I don't know, can they remember that at three when they get older? I don't know. Just a thought that, you know, I wonder if that would make a difference. I'm not sure. I'm sure that for some people, uh, a boy versus a girl breastfeeding is, is different. I've had people very close to me tell me I should stop breastfeeding. Uh, this was with my middle son. When he was around six months, I was still nursing, and I I got asked, when are you going to stop? He's six months old, and I tried to throw all the evidence-based uh, research at them to show them that this was still okay, and, you know, the AAP and WHO, all these big organizations say you should breastfeed and until one. And so then I got to one, despite people telling me to stop, I just pretty much ignored them because I can be stubborn like that. Mm-hmm. And that when he turned one, I got the same, same comments again. When are you going to stop? And it's funny that once I just plowed through all the negativity and judgmental comments, I haven't had those same comments with my last child because mm-hmm. I think 
uh, those people know that, well, obviously she's three now, right. but when she was younger, they knew I was going to continue you know, breastfeeding her for as long as I wanted to. So pe- people may not talk about it a lot, but I mean, I have, you know, I've had the challenges at work with comments from people. I've had people very close to me have negative comments about breastfeeding and you see all the big media stories, you know, of that just happen to pop up because social media is so prevalent now and it is, it is everywhere, but there's all those things that women that you know may be experiencing, but they don't, they don't talk about it. It doesn't reach the news. And so we really need to support everyone in their own breastfeeding journey because you don't know what someone may be going through. Right. And I think as, you know, postpartum doulas, we have a unique experience and a unique opportunity to deal with this with new moms you know right when they come home with their babies to really help support them and maybe we are that one person who's cheering them on in the face of everyone else who's saying why in the world would you do that or isn't that weird or you know I remember having friends saying god you like isn't that just like doesn't it feel like you know they were trying to make it sexual when it's not at all it's something you can't even describe um, to someone who doesn't understand like this, this crazy bond. And I get that. Like you, you so want to quit some days. You're just like, God, when is this going to be done? But then when it finally is, you can't, you don't get that back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you actually kind of miss it. It's like, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And I do, I, I, you think back, like my daughter just turned five. It's been a long time since she breastfed, but you know, I think back to those days and there's nothing like it. One of the things that I really love about being a postpartum doula is the fact that I get to help mothers with breastfeeding. That's something I really enjoy, especially they may have gotten some help from the lactation consultant at home, but when they get home, that's another ball game. Problems can start to arise. They don't feel confident anymore. Um, they think their milk's not coming in, so it's really a blessing. That's too. one of the biggest fears for moms, I feel like, who are breastfeeding is, how do I know that the baby's getting enough milk? How do I know that the latch is right? How is this supposed to feel? What do you, there's just so many questions about this thing that's supposed to be so natural. Like, we have boobs to breastfeed, and it should be so natural, but it's sometimes one of the most frustrating and difficult parts of having a baby, I feel like. Definitely. I would strongly recommend... You know, if you are having problems with breastfeeding, there's a lot of community support right in our own area. There's breastfeeding support groups from the hospitals, La Leche League. We have wonderful lactation consultants in our area that will go to your home. So it's really important to utilize the resources that you have and reach out for help. Yeah, I feel like so Shira is our in-house lactation consultant. And, you know, having that a consult in your home. It's quiet. It's one-on-one. There's no, you know, nobody in the hospital coming to check your blood pressure and Mm -hmm. poke and prod you. And, um, it's just really, you know, she spends two hours with them at that first visit and she really gets to know you and what's going on and figure out a solution. So I feel like, yeah, that's, I I wish if only I had known Shira (laughs) four and a half years ago. Yeah. I've, I mean, I do have lots of friends that ask me questions about breastfeeding, but I have sent her a quick text and say, you know, this is out of my scope of knowledge. Can you help me with this problem? And she 
helps me out. Well, I think that's, it's great to have, you know, as postpartum doulas and you have even more extensive knowledge than I do because of all the groups you've been in and, you know, and the research you've done, I've breastfed one child, you've done three, you know, you, I feel like we can do only so much for clients though. It's good to know that they have a resource beyond our scope. Um, to really help with the hard things. Definitely. Well, thanks for sharing your stories. Um, If anyone has questions about breastfeeding or more questions for Jamie in particular, you can always reach us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com. Check us out online, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember, these moments are golden. Remember, these moments are golden.